everybody. Welcome, welcome back to the A&J Podcast. My name's AJ. And I'm Josiah. And today we have a very special guest, Jamal Jarrett, an offensive lineman out of the state of North Carolina. What's going on, Jamal? No, much. How you doing? Pretty good, man. What about you? You good. So, how's your day going? Uh, pretty good. Just got off uh, practice. Oh, that's pretty good. Yes, sir. So, first off, what got you into football as a kid? Well, I was always a big kid, so one of my uh, teachers brought it up to me that I should try out football in seventh grade, and I tried it out, ended up becoming good at it, and I've been sticking with it since. That's actually really cool. So, like, <laughs> did you ever play a different position besides offensive lineman? Yeah, I was always playing uh, defensive and offensive lineman. And then uh, my eighth grade year, they had me uh, run the ball at fullback a couple of times. So, yeah. Oh, that's actually, that's actually pretty cool. Yes, sir. All right. So, so your turn, Josiah. So, what's your favorite moment as a football player? Well, my favorite moment every time I step on the field is, like, the moment before the game when the team is hyped, about to get ready for the game. And I love that part. <laughs> yep. Does so does does uh does when you're when you you guys get hyped in the tunnel, mm-hmm. does that inspire you to play great? Yes, like it motivates me because it's like the whole team worked so hard to get to this point. So when we're in the tunnel, we're about to show everybody what we've been working. Um, yes, sir. So going based off what Josiah said, did you ever like listen? Like, what was your pump up music type? Like, when you're just on the field listening to some music, like, what song would you choose? Uh, a lot of artists. I mean, uh, <laughs> Drake, Pusheisty, anybody, really. Just something to get the blood flowing, something hype, you know. What's your favorite Drake song? Uh, I like that uh, one he did with Lil Baby. Uh, I forgot what it was called, though. But, uh... <laughs> oh, that one's a pretty good song. Yeah. I got to go with God's plan. Just it's an old type of music. Yeah, I I I got hooked on to it. <laughs> so, what goals did you ever have as a as an eighth grader playing football? Did you ever think you would get this far into getting offers to schools like Georgia, Florida, and North Carolina? Well, not really. <laughs> Keep it real. Uh, I knew I was big, and I could. I was better than some of the people I was going against. I never thought I was going to blow up like this. So all that hard work paid off, keep it real. Coming out of eighth grade and playing a middle school ball, I was just ready to transition to high school with better competition, and I ended up doing well. Going base, like, when you got into high school, mm-hmm. what, did, what what's the first conversation you had with your coach? Did he just walk in the room and he's like, well, I got a star into making here. <laughs> yeah, it was it's similar to that. Um, I came in as a uh, – like six four and a half, I was like two thirty at the time, and uh, they was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna make you a defensive end, offensive tackle, maybe tight end." So um, they had moved me up on varsity my freshman year, and I was a second string, starting to get reps every now and then in the game, and uh, it just prepared me for the future, which is now I'm starting to do really good. Did you ever? Did you ever like? Walking like going up against other players as a freshman, did you ever get scared or like have like the nerves? But then like as soon as you did that, you just kind of felt like, oh, I accomplished something. Well, that summer workouts my freshman year, um, 
I wasn't really scared, but like I already knew high school was going to be different because middle school was easy. So I was like ready for the competition. And I had um, hit against uh, one of the seniors named Josh Presley. He's like 6'5, 290. And when I got hit, when I was hitting with him, it like made me realize, man, I'm not in middle school no more. This ain't, this little stuff ain't going to work. So it's helped me like push harder and harder to become better. Yeah, that's really cool. That's like one of the best type of stories we've heard on here. Yes, sir. All right. What, as an offensive lineman, makes your game the toughest? Well, um, on the offensive line, you're blocking some sometimes people bigger than you, people smaller than you, some people are way faster than you. So offensive line, it's more like you, you using your feet and your hands and your brains more than anything. So like you always uh, read your opponent. And the tough thing about it is like blocking your opponent. It's not really tough, but like if the opponent is better than you or faster than you, you got to use nothing but technique to block him the whole game. Yeah, you've probably played against some pretty big guys. Yes, sir. So going based off that question, <laughs> you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. But we like to ask on here, what do you think is your biggest weakness as a player? Well, my weakness right now is, like, my explosiveness. I mean, I get off the ball really fast on defense, and I'm really, like, energetic on offense as well. But I think if I can, like, make it even better than what it is now, I'll be a, a, an unstoppable force. That's So, going based off that weakness, have you been – like, what is your – goal to work on like besides that like how are you going to do that goal well like, lately i've been uh on my back lately i've been uh conditioning uh hitting the weight room pretty hard doing uh drills on a lot with my uh, new team so i've been working really hard on that and hopefully improve on my uh, game that's that's the best approach we can take yes sir all right so do you think you're ready to take the next step forward as a player well, um, high school wise, yes. College wise, I still think I'm a. Uh, I need like at least one more year of like complete training and technique so I can be ready for college. Yes, sir. So going based off college, mm-hmm. you, all your offers you have, you've had visits to East Carolina, mm-hmm. NC State. Have you visited UNC twice? Yes. Okay. Then you visit also visited Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. What is we haven't really had somebody who's had that many visits because of the dead period. Yeah. What What's the typical thing you do on a visit? Well, the most thing I see, like, when, I, when I'm on these visits, I always, like, look at the school. Like, I look at the academic part before anything, before they give me the jerseys and all that. I always look at the academic program because what if I get injured in the future or something happens and I lose my passion for football? I always look at the academic program and their clubs to see what my backup plan is going to be in the future. So going based off academics, mm-hmm. like, what is academics to your family? Like Everything. Uh, <laughs> I came home with a 3.2 GPA and my mom killed me, man. So <laughs> I always try to keep it up to 3.6 and up. That's the rule in the house. Oh, that's my GPA right now is a 3.2. I got to get that up, but – yes, also, being a freshman, it's kind of tough. Just yeah, with this whole COVID thing, it's different. But... Man, that sucks. Yeah. At the beginning of the year, just doing online work. Yeah. Like, it went crazy. so great. Then going back to school. Exactly. It just sucked. Yeah, then I got, so my, I got my head out of my butt, like, the final fourth quarter. 
<laughs> and I got all A's and B's and brought it to like a three point yes, Yeah. I don't know if that relates to you just side at all either. Uh, yeah, it does a little bit, but I I I usually get pretty good grades in school, so that's what's up. Yeah, COVID really messed things up. Yeah. Yeah, it just. Especially when you have to move between offline and online exactly. as well. Exactly. It just it's horrible for your mental health mm-hmm. and to your physical health as a player. Yeah. And I didn't have this question wrote down to ask, but. It came in my head, like, what was your routine? Is this, like, what happened? Like, when you had, when the COVID started, like, mm-hmm. everything closed. Time, like, time like, how'd you work out? Yeah, like, time scheduling. So, I'll always, like, make a plan. Like, if, like, let's say I had a live class at 9 o'clock. I would wake up at least 8 o'clock, freshen up all that good stuff and plan for the meeting. I would always be, like, the first or second one to join. So time scheduling really helped me like get my grades together and everything during the COVID period because all these live classes and internet and all that stuff was a hot mess. So I'd always try and be in there earlier than usually. That that's basically what I had to do a little bit. Yes, sir. Okay, so did you did you uh learn from some of your teammates while you were in middle school and high school? Well, um, I go to Grimsley High School now, and my my past two weeks there, I learned a lot, like a lot of drills that we've done I never did before. The stuff in the weight room we do, I never did before. And like the like, you can see like the team is a family. Everybody in there knows each other, loves each other, and pushes each other to become better. And now that I'm part of that program, I'm, you know, I'm seeing it from the outside in. I already know I'm gonna be a beast. When. When you transferred from Ben L. Smith mm-hmm. and you wrote to the team that just won the championship in their little division deal, I don't know how they how it works out in North Carolina if they do like districts and stuff or just an yeah. overall championship. Mm-hmm. But they just won their district championship. How mm-hmm. does that how does that motivate you to help them? I want to go get another one. Keep it real. When I came in, everybody's thinking I went there because. No, I live right. I live right down the street, so I ended up making the transfer. But I want to go there and help them get another one and play for the seniors that are about to leave. Was it your idea to transfer there, or was it like one of your parents' ideas? My parents and me. They was like, "Yo, we live right down the street. It's closer, so we're gonna make that move." I was like, "I'm ready." Hey, maybe it'll be the move that puts you as a five-star recruit. Like, yes, sir. That's what you got to hope for. Top move. Mm-hmm. So, going based off the visits, did mm-hmm. you like? Did you ever talk to one team specifically more during the COVID period? But when you took the visit, the team went down in your ranking. Well, not really. I mean, UNC was my first offer, so I was calling Coach Galloway <laughs> almost every day or every weekend. So when I got to visit UNC, I loved it. All the coaches were cool. Then when I visited the second time, I attended a camp and a visit, and it was just it was just amazing. But like you can see the differences in each college. Like when you do a visit, like when you visit Virginia Tech or when you visit NC State, you can see the differences in the facilities, the academic programs, and the coaches. Yeah, the, going like with the visits and stuff. Mm-hmm. The like, and when you're talking about the academics part where you don't 
like you want to look at the academics before taking the jersey. Yeah. What school were you like? Just give me the jersey because you just already looked up the academics. Um, it was UNC. Uh, man, their academic program is something else. So when I got there and I was already reading up on it like two weeks before, I was like, yeah, this is the place to be. But UNC, I love how um they handle each other over there. They make you better. Uh, they showed me everything over there. Have you met Matt Brown yet? Yeah, twice. Oh, how cool is he? We got you got to tell us that. <laughs> Man, his uh his Jordan collection is huge. That's all. Like like you go in his office, he has a back room just full of Jordans, and uh, they're gonna redo his office and make like a a wall full of all his shoes and stuff because he gets about two or three new pairs of shoes every week. So it's crazy. I know. So, so what kind of shoes does he have up, have up there, like Jordans? He has unreleased pairs. He has classic pairs. He got. He was like uh, all the athletes there who get like a, a shoe every month or something. Damn. So by the time it's their uh, senior year or whatever, they'll have like a $25,000 worth of shoe collection. Jeez. But now with the NIL going out, you guys can make money as recruits. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, I think they start some, what, July 1st, where athletes can start branding themselves or working. Yeah, and I, and I think that's amazing for the athletes yeah. like you, because some people come in poverty, and yeah. they want to move up in the rankings, and they don't want to wait all that time during college exactly. before their family struggle, and they're like, I can't mm-hmm. do anything about this. Exactly. But now you guys can make a little bit of money by also risking your body, and mm-hmm. if you make that money... So at least safe a little bit. Yeah, like, like you, they, they can also people will also know the recruits more that way. Also, yeah, yeah. So, like, what, so what are your opinion, thoughts? Like, it helps because, like, uh, it's like some athletes, like you, like you said, are struggling. So giving them the chance to brand themselves and make extra cash will help. Or like the famous YouTuber, uh, destroying or something. Yeah, destroying. He uh, ended up branding himself when the rule wasn't out, and he wasn't able to continue playing football. But now that that rule is back, I mean, he's a billionaire now off of YouTube. So if he had did that during a uh, football season, it would really help. Yeah, but the NBA got down on that one. Yeah, he might be one of the best kickers we've seen in a while. Exactly. Just out of your- all right. Yeah. So, who was your favorite player growing up? Uh, JJ Watt. Yep, I like the way he carries himself and the way he uh leads a team. Like uh, the Texans were down, and uh, yeah. like he was like they were they had him mic'd up on the sideline. He was like bringing up his teammates, and they ended up winning that game. So yeah, did watching did watching him did watching him make you make you want to work harder? Yeah, it made me want to like be a leader around all the ones around me. I wanted to become better, and not just myself becoming better, but my team becoming better. Yeah, love that. So, so going with more of the college feel, have like when you talk to players and you talk to coaches, what's more important? Do you like those those personal conversations, or do you like those conversations that like intrigue you to come to the school? Like they pitch this much, but. You also have the coaches and the teammates that they're like, hey, man, this is a spot to be like, we're going to do this and this and this for you, and we're mm-hmm. a big family. Well, um, always listen to the players first because the players could tell me their experience with the coaches. Then when I meet the coaches, I'm already getting like a 
a little background story on both of them. So when I meet the coaches and I meet the players, I just figure things out and like it helps me see them as a person. So I'm not trying not trying to make you say, but if you had to have a top three right now, like you had just you had to drop a top three. Like you're you had to like what would be your top three? Ooh, that's tough. Uh, I know UNC gotta be in there. UNC Georgia. Ah, Ooh, I don't know. Virginia Tech, or maybe Florida. This has got to be one of those. But that would be my top three right now. Talking about Georgia, have you got the name Kirby Smart? Yeah, uh, uh, yes. And uh, I talked to Coach Scott, but I gotta, um, I gotta plan a time to take my own official visit. I haven't visited them yet, but both of them are really cool. When's your next visit? Probably late July, or I'm gonna probably wait till my junior year. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So my last question for you is, what advice do you have for somebody who wants to play college football but is a sophomore right now and has zero offers to a division? Keep grinding. Uh, give it to God and make a Twitter account. <laughs> so many so many athletes get slept on because they spend about $1,000 <laughs> on these recruiting sites and get played over. Make a Twitter and follow as many coaches as you can. Ball out. Make sure your transcripts are on point. Man. That's all I really got to say. You'll, do, you'll be good. Your grade's good. You got decent film. And you follow famous coaches. I mean, that's all you really need to do. Is that how you started? Yes, sir. Hmm, that's pretty – that's really cool. Just how these days you don't have to work super, super hard, like, on your mm-hmm. like, media. You just yeah. throw some clips together because Huddle helped you do that. Yes, sir. And, Put him on your Twitter, and it. Yep. He gets so many. You get this many likes, and here comes the offers. Yes, sir. I got one more question as well. What are some of your goals going forward? Uh, I want to get better mentally, physically, and spiritually, and I want to like be, become a leader. Because when the seniors leave, it's all on me and a few others on the team. So I want to become a leader, learn as much as I can now, so in the future I'll be be the best. Yes, sir. I can't wait. Can't wait to watch you on the field. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going to be following you all season long. Okay. Yep. So that that was an awesome conversation, man. Thank you for taking some time out of your day. Yeah. No problem. Have a great season. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Thank you. You guys live it up, too. Keep working. We will. Yes, sir. See you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Peace. So I hope you guys enjoyed the latest episode of the podcast. Jamal was a fantastic athlete. Yes, he was. And I think they both really enjoyed that. You can go follow him on all of his social medias. The link his it will be his like links will be in the description where you can follow him and just catch up on how he's gonna become a star player one day. But now it's time to talk about where we've been. We have not seen us since the Parker Fox episode about a month ago. And we've just been really busy. We haven't had the time. And now we're going to have more time. And we're going to try to get a lot of interviews out for you guys. We already got a couple NBA draft prospects set up. We have an Ohio State commit possibly set up. And we just want to make good content for you guys. And also enjoy ourselves with the interviews because that's the most important thing. I know Josiah... You really want just the 
enjoy the interviews. Yes, I do. Uh, I enjoyed the last two. Uh, this, uh, Parker, Parker Fox and Jamal, of course, which will come, which will be coming out soon. Well, it would, it will already be out by the time this one's out, right? Yeah, this is going at the end. You guys should. Yeah, so I, I'm just ready to talk to more guys and learn about their stories and uh, have fun. Yeah, I'm having fun right now, just getting into deep talks with these, these players, and just. It's a fun time just to do this. And with the summer coming to an end here in about a month and going back to school, yes, it's going to be a little bit harder. harder. So that's where we're going to talk about the future of this. After starting about August 15th, we're not going to be doing a bunch of interviews. Like, we're going to do as many as we can. I starting soccer, and it's just going to be really tough for us both to get, like, an interview out and a regular podcast episode out. So... Going based off of the summer, summer, we're not going to be doing as many interviews. So you won't be seeing dozens and dozens of interviews if we can get them. You're going to be seeing about an interview a week and hopefully a regular podcast, an hour or like half an hour, talking about news and our opinions in a month, one to two times a month. And we're not trying to overfill ourselves. We're just trying to give ourselves time and enjoy it and not get burned out. Yeah, that's correct. We are. We have a lot coming up, but this month there should be a lot out for sure. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff behind the scenes. But like, next next we'll month, quick. next month is probably going to slow down a little bit. Yeah, of course, slow down just a tiny bit. But hopefully, we can still do as many as we can, and just please you guys. We don't care about views. We care about our happiness and your guys's happiness with it. So everybody who supports us. Thank you, and make sure you guys share with a friend if you want to. It's been amazing to do these, and you guys have shown yes. really good support. So that's going to wrap up this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I know we did for sure. And as always, follow us here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Just follow us anywhere. And we got a website out. I meant to say that last time, but. We got a website, and it will be in my Instagram bio, AJ underscore Mahoney underscore four underscore. I'm pretty sure I got that one wrong, but AJ underscore Mahoney underscore. I changed it, but I hope you guys enjoy the website. We're going to be posting a lot more on that website. Just been really busy. So just this is the future. And just a little update on us. If you, any of you guys care, just thank you if you do care. We love you guys, all the support you show. And that's going to end it. So thank you guys for supporting. Peace. See ya.